like people ask me how I how I was able to laugh at myself with this incident. And the truth is, and I've said it all along that had I have cried, which believe me, I wanted to cry. <laughs> had I have cried, I would not have been able to recover. If I had cried, there's no way I would have been able to carry through and show him that house. You're listening to the Real Estate Sessions podcast. I'm your host, Bill Risser, General Manager of U.S. Sales and Marketing for Rate My Agent, a digital marketing platform allowing you to leverage the power of your verified reviews. Listen in as I interview leaders in the industry, getting their backstories and their journey to the world of real estate. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 264 of the Real Estate Sessions podcast. As I always say, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for telling a friend. And today, I finally got her on the show. I'm talking about the one and only Sam Staskel from Platteville, Wisconsin with EXP Realty. You know her. You've seen her video. She had the little incident with the showing of a property when she tripped and kind of had a little issue with uh, some wardrobe malfunctioning. And so uh, I was really looking forward to getting the story from her and what's happened since and how it's really helping her business. And and we're going to have that conversation. So Sam, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to chat with you today. I mean, obviously we have a video to talk about, but that's a little further down the road. But I, I want to start here. You uh, you currently live in southwestern Wisconsin, but I know that you were born and raised in Iowa. You're you're a you're a Midwestern girl, and I I love talking to people from different parts of the country and finding out you know what what life was like growing up where you grow up, right? Because I grew up in San Diego, and many people listen to this podcast from all different parts. So, let, first of all, whereabouts in Iowa did you grow up? And tell me tell me what you know life was like there. I grew up in uh, Maquoketa, Iowa, which is just south of Dubuque. We're surrounded by cornfields. Um, the town I grew up in was about 6,000 people, and it's well known for two things. Well, I'll say three things. Uh, Obie's tacos are amazing. It's different than any taco place I've ever been to that actually fry the taco shell. Okay. So it's it's thick bread. It's awesome. <laughs> so I always try, when I go back home, I always try to go in there and get them. And then uh, the Makokota Caves State Park. Uh, was founded uh, by a local family. They just shared their um, their property with them because there was many caves on there. So it's beautiful to walk through there. This year they were closed because of COVID, but it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then there is, right down the road from there is Bluff Lake Catfish Farm, um, which is actually owned by a kid I went to school with and his family. But it's a generational thing where they they used to actually fry the catfish from the pond there and eat it. And that's how it became well known. But now they buy it. That's a little bit about my hometown. Nice. I've been to Iowa one time, and we were on a trip to Chicago. Go, went to some Cubs games at Wrigley Field, and I looked at the map and saw that we were we just had to drive across Illinois and over the river, and we could be in Dyersville, Iowa, the home of Field of Dreams Farm, in a few hours. And so we did it. And so were you close to there? I grew up, where I grew up is about 45, 40, 45 minutes from there, probably. Have you been there? Yeah. We took a trip to school there and, you know, <laughs> it was a big deal when I grew Wait a up. Minute. Are you telling me that you were in school and took a field trip to the Field of Dreams in Iowa? Is that what you're telling me? Okay. Yep. No, that's, that's not, that's not very nice because. 
<laughs> I was an adult and decided to go there on my own. Okay. Um, but then I know it's, it's such a neat, that's such a neat part of the country because I was able to go from Chicago to Dyersville. And then that night we made it to Madison, Wisconsin for a Madison Muskies minor league baseball game. Yep. Right. So it was very cool. It's just this neat, you know, and then the, yeah. and the, 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 is it the Mississippi that's running right through there? Have I got that right? Yeah. 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 So the, I got to cross the Mississippi river a couple of times. And for a kid who grew up in San Diego, it was, it's just a cool experience. So it's, it's, I, I love it. Um, give me, give me the biggest misconception people have about Iowa. I think it is that it's just surrounded by cornfields. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was hoping you were going to say something like, is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. No, that's. Oh, no, 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 no. That's Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, okay. Good, good. So yeah. yeah. So let's talk about Wisconsin. You, you, for school, you end up crossing the river and headed up into Wisconsin. You went, you go to, is it for turbo university? It was the turbo. So, so tell me, first of all, I've never heard of it. So first of all, let's talk about you know, a little bit, what should I know about that? Um, and then let's talk about lacrosse because that's, okay. you know, it kind of had to be a neat college town. Yeah. It, uh, Viterbo is a small Catholic school. Okay. I'm not Catholic. Don't ask me how I ended up there, but I did. I majored in art while I was there. So my background is in um, graphic design. Okay. So I went there to go to school for art. Uh, was, was that kind of on the kind of on the radar for you for a career? Were you thinking about what, what, what were you thinking you're going to use it for? I was planning to be a graphic designer okay. and I did that for 20 years. And then I changed to real estate. What sort of graphic design work did you do out of school? What were some of the companies you worked for? What did that look like? I, right out of college, I worked for a phone book company making phone books. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you, you did the layout and design of the phone book of the ads of the ads. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's hard to, it's hard to change. Like it's just going to be a bunch of, of names and numbers in the main right, part of the phone right. book. <laughs> so that was another department. Um, wow. It was a small local company that we created phone books for area companies. Um, I don't believe it's in business any longer cause I'm that old. <laughs> and I mean, who really wants a phone book? You know, I get one and I throw it away now. So, and then from there, I went and I started working for Land's End. Have you heard of Land's End? Absolutely. That's a catalog okay. that I think I still get. Yeah. Okay. You are that age. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. I, I, I like a nice pair of corduroy jeans, you know, that yeah. uh, with, with some boots with fur on them you know, <laughs> when I'm in Florida. <laughs> yeah. They're, uh, they're aimed mainly at older, you know, 50 and plus. So yeah. they do really well. Um, but it is a local company. It was founded by Gary Comer and it, it's headquartered in Dodgeville, Wisconsin, which is about half an hour from where I live. Okay. So, and so the kind of work you're doing there, was it, um, you know, working with the, the marketing department and just trying to make sure everything was kind of, because I mean, that's nothing but imagery and trying to right. lay things out a certain way. Wow. Right. Okay, cool. We got to get you interested in real estate somehow. How does that happen? It's something that I toyed with for many years in my head. So my original dream was to be an architect and I wanted to go into architecture from high school. But my art teacher in high school told me about this new thing coming out. Graphic design was just getting big then before, you know, it was computer graphic design, I should say, was getting right. big. Um, it's always been there. It's just now computerized. So I went to school for that and I loved it working in that. But I got sick of being in a cubicle and being confined. 
and I just needed to branch out. So a coworker had gotten her license to be a real estate agent online and had told me about how simple it was to just go online and you could do it online, you know, because the, the struggle was I worked full time and I had a family, you know, I have four kids, so I needed to be home. So to find out that I could easily get my license online and not interfere with that other stuff was a plus for me. Um, like I had, you know, I was miserable in the cube world for many years, <laughs> many years. I had tried to go back to school for nursing because I thought I would enjoy nursing, but I just couldn't make the the schooling work with my schedule to get it done. I just, I couldn't keep up with both. So when I found out real estate, you know, it's like, I've, I love, you know, I love HGTV, who doesn't, you know, they're not very realistic, but <laughs> you don't know that until you get into stuff that, that it's not realistic at all. But that got me interested in homes. And I've always enjoyed the architecture part of it. To be able to go back and do that was nice. Nice. I never, never had any intention of leaving my full-time job. Never. I mean, I'd been there for almost 20 years. So, yeah. Yeah. So what was that moment? What happened where you went, you know what? I'm all in. I'm going to make this the full-time gig. Yeah. I made half a year's salary in one month. <laughs> that's a that's a good that's that's a great sign, right? Right. So I was like, I just still, you know, I still need insurance. I still have, you know, I need the steady paycheck. You know, all that stuff still appealed to me. But the fact that I can make so much money in one month, of course, not every month is like that. Of course, you know, not not especially with COVID, <laughs> it hasn't been like that. But um. That gave me the ability to have enough in the bank to be able to leave my full-time job and pursue this full-time. Nice. How long ago was this? Uh, I got my license in May of 2019. And by August, I had quit my full-time job. Wow. That's great. That's a leap of faith. That's awesome. It was and, a leap of faith. And I I have no regrets. I've great. loved every minute of it. You... Your background in design and, and you know and in that marketing side of things is a huge advantage because a lot of realtors don't have that skill. Yes. Yeah. Um, like I design most of my stuff and do it myself. And like I just did a postcard mailing the other day that I designed myself. So it's helped me that way that I don't have to outsource the stuff. Mm-hmm. But it also helps me understand like what's important to put out there. You know, right. what matters and, and to not bother with the other stuff. You live in Platteville, right? Yes. Tell, tell me, describe your market for me. What's it like? So Platteville is 12,000 people. Um, we do have a university here. And uh, so that brings more people in. Um, the market itself is pretty small, uh, but there are several locally owned brokerages here, as well as the larger brokerages like Century 21 um, first Weber, uh, there's Remax, um, and I'm the only EXP agent in this area. Okay, is that an that's got to be an advantage, I would think, isn't it? Or for people trying to figure out who it is, yeah. Right, it's not it's not real well known in my area, so people are like, "You work for who?" And I'm like, "I work for EXP." <laughs> you know, I found that most people don't work with you because of the name that you're with. They work with you because they want to work with you. Yeah. So I I don't think it hurts me at all. In fact, I get to tell them about EXP. 
Um, it's just not something that they're familiar with. Yeah. Sam, we have got to talk about <laughs> what you've talked about with, oh, I'm sure, a ton of people. Mm-hmm. I, 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 in my mind, I'm like, oh, I might be the first person to ask her about this. Yeah. I'm going to think I'm like the 147th person to Wait. talk to you about this. Okay, good. I'm closer there. Okay. So I don't know. Anything interesting happened this year, you know, as far as uh, world of real estate for you? Well, you know, I'm clumsy every day. So stuff happens every day. But I okay. did you know, my video did go viral for my little mishap of falling down with my dress over my head in front of my male client. A lot of people want to talk about it. <laughs> so people- let's, I, I want to, so um, I'm, I'm, most of my listeners have seen this video already because millions have, yeah, millions <laughs> have. So uh, let's break it down a little bit. How soon after it happened, did you actually record this? Was this like I mean, you're, or were you still in the parking lot of the property or did you drive somewhere else? I drove somebody somewhere else. I had shown him that house and then I called my mom in between houses because we had to drive to another town about 10 miles. So I had told her. So I had already cried, laughed a ton. And then I had to pull it together and show him the next house. And then after that, I was trying to drive home and I couldn't. I had to pull over. I, I just couldn't even keep it together. <laughs> so that's when I made the live video that went viral. Now, I want to ask you some more questions about your client. First of all, did you help him find a house? Did he actually end up buying? Not that house. Not that house. He did buy another house through me, yes. Do you think maybe because of the trip, that's why he didn't buy that house? I'm just curious. No. (laughs) Okay. It it wasn't a good fit. Yeah. All right. Um, Uh, And and you talk about it in the video. You talk about his reaction. You know, it was kind of like, are you okay? I just want to know you're showing the second house and this, this, this thought has to be just running through your head, right? How did the second showing go? Well, first I showed up and it was a for sale by owner house. So I had to introduce myself to the for sale by owner, the seller. And I was like picking grass through my hair. And I apologized when I got there. I said, I'm going to tell you, I'm a hot mess. I said, I just fell down. And they're like, Oh, are you okay? I'm like, Oh, I didn't fall down here. I fell down at the last showing and, you know, uh, so I'm grass stained and I have grass in my hair, you know, and, you know, we just kind of laughed about it. You know, I didn't go into big detail about it. Um, and then we just carried on. So then I had to wait for my client to get there, you know, and face him again. So he just asked me again when he showed up, you know, are you sure you're okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, and let's go look at the house. (laughs) Yeah. Just keep, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Yeah. How, what, what's been his response to the, uh, to the video? <laughs> well, okay. So when I fell, it was when we first got to that property. So okay. I had, I didn't know this guy very well. I had met him and his fiance two times prior to show him separate houses. Um, his fiance wasn't with it this one. So when we got to the house, I had fallen, like when we were walking around the outside of the house, we hadn't even gone inside yet. So I had to get it together and finish showing that house and then collect myself again to show him the next house. So neither one of those houses were a fit. So anyway, his wife or his fiance, sorry, had been talking to owners online through Facebook marketplace, you know, people that were selling their house for sale by owner. Mm-hmm. So they, she found one that she was interested in. But when I showed up to that one it was the first time I'd seen them since that night. So I wasn't sure if they even knew about the video. Okay. 
That's that's where I was going with that long spiel. I didn't sure. know what they knew about the video um, because he hadn't mentioned it. And I'm not I wasn't friends with him on Facebook. I didn't even know if he had Facebook. So when I showed up to meet that for sale by owner, the seller, I, she opened the door and she's like, oh, my God, you're that woman. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, she's like, I just loved your video. She's gone. I mean, she was just beside herself, you know, and I said, well, you're going to get a kick out of this then. I said, because that guy is meeting me here to show you how. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. I have to call my daughter. <laughs> you know? I'm like, well, don't tell anybody who he is, <laughs> you know, because I didn't want any unwanted attention or anything for him. Right. So, uh, and I said, and I don't know if he knows about the video. And she's like, oh, my God, are you kidding? And I'm like, no, I don't. He hasn't mentioned it. I don't know if he knows about the video, you know. And uh, I said, and his fiance hasn't said anything either. So I don't know if she knows either. So then I went through the house with the seller and she left. And then I waited for them to come. And when they first showed up, I felt like extremely awkward. And I know it was me. It wasn't them. You know, I was just awkward because it's like, do they know about the video, you know, or what? And they didn't mention it. We just, you know, we just carried on. And I was like, okay, they don't know, you know, well, they didn't know the seller of that house actually sent them a link afterwards. <laughs> to the video. And his fiance had watched it, you know, and they had talked about it, but you know, he didn't really watch it. So he, it was like two days later, he sent me a text about business and then um, after I answered that question and stuff, he said, oh, and by the way, I was in the coffee room at work this morning having getting coffee when two of my coworkers were watching this video. And he says, and I looked over and it was you talking about our showing and I about spit my coffee out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he found out. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I, I'm like, are you mad? <laughs> you know? and he's like, no. And. He's like, but it happened exactly as you, as you described it, you know, and he said, your shoes were just the weirdest thing. And I'm like, yeah, I know. You know, I said, I can't figure that out. And, and I said, so you, so you did see, <laughs> you know, and he's like everything. And I'm like, okay. And, you know, and he said, uh, you know, I didn't even tell anybody for three days. And he says, the first person I called was my sister because I didn't think anybody would believe me. So he didn't even tell his fiance right away. Wow. He called his wow. sister after three days and told her. <laughs> <laughs> so I having a video go viral like that to that level is, is such a rare occurrence, right? Yeah. Talk about how fast did you know? I mean, it, I, I just, it must've been super fast. I'm just, oh, I had say. no idea. Really? No. Cause I posted that video live. I did that live. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't get on my phone the rest of the night. So I didn't even see. And then the next morning we had plans. We were all going tubing on the river. So um, actually we were going to my hometown to go tubing on the river. So I didn't have my phone all day cause we were on the water. So it was about, I don't know, five o'clock the next day. Yeah. Somebody had sent me a message and they're like, oh my God, you're going viral. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What's going viral? You know, and they're like, your video. And I'm, you know, I had, I hadn't even given it another thought. Yeah. <laughs> I went and it was already several thousand by that point. So I was like, oh my gosh, this has gone viral, you know. And I, my, I couldn't even open my messenger because I had hundreds 
of messages from people. We're recording this in December. This was a few months back. It's yeah. over. Is it, is it over 14 million right now? Is it oh, it's over? Yeah, it's over 15 million. I over think. 15 million. <laughs> yeah. That's what, what's been the most unusual request you've had someone reach out to you uh, with following the video? Well, somebody, it was after I did another speaking engagement, somebody reached out to me from that engagement, you know, another realtor professional Mm -hmm. and was like, tell me about the dress. And I was like, um, it was a big dress. I'm a big woman. (laughs) Well, what color was it? I'm like, it was blue with white dots. Well, what did it look like? And I'm like, why? He's like, don't think anything weird of this. I just want to know. I'm like, but why do you want to know this? (laughs) Or I've had people contact me, you know, like, well, tell us about your underwear. What, what kind of underwear were you wearing? I'm like, uh, any panties. (laughs) (laughs) There was nothing sexy about this ball. (laughs) (laughs) As much as they wanted to make it that way. It's just not the way it was going to be. Yeah. No, no, no. That's amazing. And it's Um, not a very well ending. He didn't leave his fiance for me. <laughs> That's awesome. You've been doing Facebook Live prior to this happening. Like you're not afraid of video. And you know, I'm sure you've heard from um some of the people in the business if you follow anyone in the industry, they're all talking about how important video is. Mm-hmm. The fact that you embraced video early, you know, led to this wonderful result. Um, right. So, what do you what do you do you have a what do you say to agents who just won't they're just so afraid to turn the camera on themselves because everybody says, oh, I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. I, you know, all these things. What's your response to them? To just put yourself out there. I mean, we're all people. You know, you worry about it being perfect. We're not perfect. We're all raw. We're all real. So just do you, you know. But I would say, you know, if people aren't comfortable being on camera, then turn the camera towards something else. But still talk, be you, just take the focus off you if it makes you that uncomfortable until you feel better about it. And I should say, when I made that video, I had probably, I don't know, 250 followers on Facebook on my business page, mostly friends and family. I had no idea that nobody, I wasn't making it for the large scale. (laughs) You know, I was making it for my kids to see, for my managing broker to see just a few acquaintances. You know, I, I didn't think anybody was going to watch it, but it, it's been good. It's been great. I've met a ton of people since then, you know, yeah. through the video. So it's one of those things where I think most agents can sit there and go, yeah, I know I should be, I know, I know I should, but it's, it's got this incredible, this fear, right? Public speaking mm-hmm. and, and death. <laughs> I think, I think like shooting my own video of me is like, I think people would rather die sometimes than shoot that <laughs> video. I'm like, it's just crazy. I, I think because they, they're, they're perfectionists and they're striving for perfection, but people don't want to watch a perfectly scripted video. Right. You know, they don't want to watch a sales pitch video. Right. They want to watch something real, you know, yeah. real life, you know, and I think people that do that and do that well are more successful than those with the scripted perfect thing. You're, you're, you're going to be working on some more video content, you know, that you've seen the result, how this can go. Uh, are you going to be doing some interviews and things on video or yeah. having some conversations? We're starting a YouTube channel uh, for funny things that happen to real estate agents. Nice. So we are interviewing agents now trying to get that set up and scheduled out. We were hoping to start by the end of November, but 
it's a lot of, there's a lot of behind the scenes that has to happen before that. So we're aiming to start in January. Um, and we've got a lineup of agents already with some great stories to share. And I just can't wait to to talk to them myself about it as well as hear their stories and stuff. But it also gives them a place more comfortable to be able to share those stories, you know, in an audience for that. You know, a lot of people don't want to talk about the embarrassing things that happen, but it's real and it's funny, you know, and if you don't laugh at yourself, you're going to cry, you know, and, and I think like people ask me how I, how I was able to laugh at myself with this incident. And the truth is, and I've said it all along that had I have cried, which believe me, I wanted to cry. <laughs> had I have cried, I would not have been able to recover. If I had cried, there's no way I would have been able to carry through and show him that house or the next house or the house I ended up selling him. You know, if I had cried, that would have been the end for me. Where I laughed, and we can laugh about it together. And it's just built a different relationship, you know. Um, and I was able to carry on and just keep making humor about it to get through. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's important for everybody to take note of that, you know, you you have two choices of how you handle something like that. You know, you can cry and admit defeat, or you can embrace it and grow with it. And that's what I'm choosing to do. That's great. Sam, I've got, I'm going to wrap this up here. I've had your, your, your half hour that I asked of you. And I've asked this question to every single guest on the podcast since I started it five years ago. And that's what one piece of advice would you give a new agent just getting started in the business? Just to put yourself out there and have fun with it. Don't take yourself so seriously. You know, you want to look professional and all that, but people want to work with you. They don't want to work with some fake persona that you've created. They want to know you. And that's what's going to keep them coming back is you. Awesome. Sam, thank you so much for, for taking some time today to share the story about the video of 2020 in real estate yeah. <laughs> and, and and really continued success. I mean, you're just you're really just getting rolling. It's going to be really fun to watch you grow. Yeah, I, I have big plans. So awesome. thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Sessions podcast. To leave a review or rating, go to ratethispodcast.com slash RE Sessions. You can also subscribe to the podcast at your favorite podcast listening app. Finally, you can go to the realestatesessions.com and subscribe to our email newsletter and be notified whenever a new episode is released. Hey.